1: Episode 117 of Dude and a Monkey, and uh, my name is Ian Loring. As always, I am joined by. Matt Foster. Hello, guys. And as occasionally, we are also joined by. Noel Meller. There he is. And, um, I. I do you know what? I've genuinely been looking forward to this. Uh, me. To this one all week. I always look forward to the show, but you know particular anticipation for this one uh as we do, are do, wait do, do i
2: do I get do i get to say it do i get to say it nice yeah. night boy talk <laughs> nice that's 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 very good that's very good you've been saving getting... i've been saving that all day <laughs> you've been um you've been coming
1: up with the puns um uh, on whatsapp as well a lot i i am i'm gonna steal one of yours I've got a plate of pasta la vista, but no gravy in at the moment. Um, literally,
3: literally last night when that came through, I was laughing so much. Becky asked me what I was laughing at. I tried telling her <laughs> several times and couldn't do it. I had to just show her the fuck my phone in the end. It's
1: good. That was fucking solid. Um, <laughs> but yes, we're going to be, uh, as you can guess, we're going to be going through the uh, the entire Terminator franchise from the first one to the fifth one. So you're going to have to wait with bated breath for a review of uh, Terminator Phil Collins Tribute Act. Um, <laughs> and uh, we're just going to go through them all like a lot of people. I've noticed a lot of people on Letterboxd have been watching the Terminator films this week and a lot of yes. people on Twitter yeah. as well. Um, I, je- I tend to do this quite a lot before the new releases of films, but I I kind of got the feeling more people than usual had been doing this.
2: Um, yeah. On a which- personal level, I I usually don't. I very rarely do that, um, so it's unusual for me to do it, and I've done it. So. Yeah. And I was I, I was intending to do it before you know because I said oh I'm going to watch them all this week and then go see it at the weekend and then you mentioned that you were doing all of them on the on the show so mm-hmm. I was I was planning to do that anyway so yeah I don't know what it is about it. This particular franchise that's made people buy a great more people on boxes, haven't we?
1: yeah, which is weird considering how poorly it's done. Um, yeah. Box it's like that shit's fucking crazy, man. It like it made a- about as much in its five days as Salvation did in its three days. Um, yeah, w- w- which is just that. I mean, I think, like, I, th- I think it was about less than 30 million for the three day weekend. That's brutal,
2: yeah. I think the thing is, is th- Sorry to interrupt, but I was just going to say, I think the thing is with this is it's kind of a fool-me-one situation with people. I think word hasn't been great on it, but mainly because people seem to be out to get it a little bit, I think.
3: There does um, seem to be a little bit of that,
2: yeah. Yeah, and I, and I think from in general, all it takes is for, general, for the general public to see a little bit of that and they just think, you know what, you fucked us on Terminator 3, you fucked us on Terminator 4, maybe I'm not going to, you know... Fall for it again, so who knows?
1: Yeah, no, I I think that's that's fair enough. Um, But anyway, before we uh, talk about Phil Collins' tribute act, uh, let's get to uh, 1984's The Terminator. Um, I might throw in the trailer here because I'm sure that'll be quite fun and nostalgic. So uh, we'll Mm. have the trailer and we'll get into it.
0: In the 21st century, a weapon will be invented like no other. This weapon will be powerful, versatile, and indestructible. It can't be reasoned with. It can't be bargained with It will feel no pity, no remorse, no pain, no fear. It will have only one purpose to return to the present and prevent the future. This weapon will be called the Terminator.
3: You're dead, honey.
0: What day is it? The date 12th May. What year? I'm here to help you. I'm Reese. DN 38416, assigned to protect you. You've been targeted for termination. Where does it want me? Why me? Schwarzenegger is the Terminator. Your future is in its hands.
1: So, uh, 1984's the Terminator, um, di- written and directed by James Cameron. Did he was he the sole writing credit on this, or did Gary uh, Heard
3: has a credit as well?
1: Yeah, fair enough. Okay, and acknowledgement to the works of Harlan Ellison as. Um, uh, they were actually forced to put in at the end. I don't know what version you guys watched, but for the Blu-ray, they were actually forced to put in a, cred- a-, a nod towards Harlan Ellison at the at <laughs> like the start of the end credits, um, because apparently, like he successfully sued Cameron for this being basically a rip-off of the story that he did that featured on an Outer Limits episode called Soldier. Um, oh, <laughs> which I'm actually kind of intrigued to, to see, actually. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so yeah, now he has to do that. Apparently Cameron was fuming as well. But
3: um... <laughs> Cameron seems like the sort of person who would get fuming a lot. Like, let's say, he'd get fuming if somebody accused him of not making his own sandwich or something like that. He does seem like a bit of a credit hog.
1: I want I want Avatar in the future to say at the end acknowledgement to the Kevin Costner work Dances with Wolves.
3: <laughs> I, I'd also like it to say acknowledgement to uh, the uh, writers and producers of Fern Gully: The Last Rainforest. Mm-hmm.
2: I think the thing is as well is you don't you don't take a shit on somebody's lawn and then complain when they ask you to clean it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 What is he moaning about? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah,
1: man, it's just Cameron, is it? He's he's a funny bunny. Um, so yeah, uh, so everybody knows the story. The Terminator. There's no point going into it. Um, you know, Michael Bine, uh being whatever you pronounce it, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Linda Hamilton, Lance Henriksen, Paul Winfield, um, and, yeah, here we go. The Terminator. It's all right, isn't it?
3: Yeah, it is, it is absolutely... It, it's one of those films where... It, 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 it's... it's when you start watching it, you very quickly realise oh, this is actually a classic because it's really, really fucking good. Mm-hmm. But it's it's also strange how much of just a, a an out and out genre flick it is. I mean, it is essentially it's a it's a slasher movie that happens to be set in a sci-fi action universe, and it's magnificent.
1: Yeah, I mean that, that's. Oh, sorry. Go on. Oh. No, go ahead. Go. No, yeah, I mean, I was just going to say that's that's the watching it now. I mean, I haven't seen seen this for a while, going into it now, and the it's the fact that it is it is a horror film, mm. you know, and it it, it always surpri- surprises me just how much of a horror film it is. The I mean, it is genuinely unnerving in spots, and even the bit where Schwarzenegger's um like repairing himself in the mirror, and you've got that. That that prosthetic that's obviously fake, but it's almost like it's purposefully so, and it's just like uh, almost like an uncanny valley type of thing where it, yeah. it and, and it just it's actually even more eerie for that. If it was more realistic, it would be less effective.
3: Yeah. Exactly, you, you still find yourself in that moment where he is doing the the, the kind of the the, uh, the repairing himself bit. You do find yourself sort of still kind of sort of squirming a little bit and going, "Oh, ah, uh, uh, like, no, he, he's 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 a machine." And it's it, it's that that trick that that Cameron's playing on you, where he's making you feel like, "Oh God, that looks so painful," despite the fact that there's there's no pain to be had.
2: Mm. Yeah, that that was my kind of point. Was was exactly what you said, and, and you two agree with it, Mark as well. Is it's just that it's 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 been a... I not say it's been years and years, but it's been a, f- a few years since I rewatched Terminator, and I was kind of surprised to sit down and watch it again and just be like, actually, yeah, this is a you know it's it's it's, it's a grimy film and it's 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 relentless and it's not it's 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 it's, it's so. Part of like the the, the social fabric, and we 're so aware of it and we 're so aware of the characters and aware of like you know aware of where the franchise has gone, and the tone of it has shifted so much over the years that to go back to just this one where Schwarzenegger is the terminator because I think that's something that that he is less over the over the films that follow um, is is fantastic just to see. Schwarzenegger in this role of just this this ruthless, unstoppable force of death, like that that you know, that lives in this grimy sort of this grimy film, which as you say, it rightly feels very um you know, um very genre um, is is great because it just reminds you how fantastic this franchise used to be. Uh and, and I think before rewatching this, I think I might have automatically sort of thought maybe *Determinators* would be my second choice above *T2*, but no way, like absolutely no way. This is this is for me the, the strongest of the franchise just because it's so raw compared to everything that follows it.
1: Agreed. I mean, the thing is as well. You know the, the ter- Terminator or Terminator Two battle is like Alien or Aliens. For yeah, exactly, that. yeah, definitely. But the thing that Terminator has in its favour for me is 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 frankly it's the pacing. There, I mean, there there are slower moments in this film, but they those slower moments work better than the slower moments in T Two, which we'll get to. But you've got I, it, you, you, somehow you've got to sell that Kyle Reese loves. Sarah Connor and he came over oceans of time for her, you know, just based off of a photo and what John Connor tell, tells him about about her. And that pretty much works, which is crazy because they don't have a lot of time for that. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I mean, so the slower stuff, it's in service of that. And that's the big thing about, you know, the franchise. Those two have to fall in love and fuck. Otherwise, nothing happens. And instead of it just being, like, a dirty fling, it does feel like they are actually falling for each other. And I've got to say as well, the sex scene with the piano version of the Terminator (laughs) theme and them (laughs) fucking, like, grasping each other's hands. And then, like, like, you know when he's fucking coming. You don't need to see his cum face. It's just when he fucking squeezes around and then releases. (laughs) It's like, John Connor! You know, yes,
3: just, it, it, it is. It is very much that. That is a, a genre film. Sex
2: scene. I hate that sex scene. It's oh, I Really hate it. I do. On. I mean, I like it. I like it because
1: it. I, I like it it's ropey.
2: I yeah. think that's it, though. It's, it, it makes me feel uncomfortable. It feels like it's I not don't know, sexy. It's <laughs> like watching. Two people you know have sex or something. I don't know what it is. It's something weird. It just makes me feel uncomfortable and I don't yeah, want to no, be man. there.
1: You know, you know, oh. Brad Taidel is just like pounding away. He's cow-
4: really bum.
1: going for it though. You know, it's like he's doing the pedals to get some fucking rebirth yeah. going on. Oh. Yeah. Also, I just have to say, one, what, one of the crimes of Terminator Gen- Genesis for me is they did not do the what the hell guy justice. Right, the what, what the hell guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what the hell? And then, and, then, and then again.
2: And then he does what it a second uh, time. But yeah. I
1: think yeah. it's the same line reading again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, yeah. fucking, amazing. And, and the weird the thing is, the, film,
2: sorry. the weird thing is as well, that scene at the beginning with that with the what the hell guy, the sound is really weird, and sound, it, it feels so, I mean, look at that guy, that's definitely, that's clearly his voice, but it just feels really... ADR, yeah. it feels really out of place. I don't know if it's because it doesn't, it sounds too loud over the lightning, or the lightning sounds somehow muted with it. It's got a really odd sound quality to it.
1: it. It feels like it's been placed, just placed on top of everything yeah. else. It doesn't feel like it's in that moment.
2: And I think the reason that in Terminator, Genesis, Genesis, whatever, um, I think the reason it feels different in there is they probably tried to correct that because they thought it would stand out like a sore thumb if they didn't.
1: It's the voice as well, I, I, yeah. I it just it, it's they, no, they they no wrong. Um, I mean, that's one of the my pickiest things about Terminator Genisys, which is maybe a clue to the fact that I maybe didn't hate it as much as other people did. I have no idea what you two thought about it though. I'm very intrigued, but I mean, the the it's just There's one. It's pacey. Michael Michael Beam's great. Linda Hamilton's solid. Um, I mean, Arnie has 16 lines of dialogue, and he absolutely smashes every single one of them. Um, I mean, he in it, it, for fuck's sake. I mean, it's great. It's just...
3: Arnie becomes, a, a, in this, became essentially a, a megastar of walking around mm. and shooting shit. And it, it, it's, it's just, but it is, the, you know... People would say, oh, it was the role he was born to play because all he does is walk around and look big. It's like, there's a lot more to it, to, really. to, to that. You know, to keep essentially exactly that same... Because that's not his resting face. He's making that face for the entire time. And his his delivery is incredibly robotic. You, you are very aware that you're watching um, Alice Schwarzenegger, but you don't get that thing that you sometimes get... With very recognizable stars, where you are, you're aware that you're watching you watch Nicholas Wharton, but he is just. Whenever he's in these films, he is the Terminator. And it, that's, it's it, it, it's the beauty of, of of how how much he can embody uh, this, and you know he was a relative a relative sort of unknown at this time, and this was like the fucking breakthrough role, and it, you can see just the absolute fucking aura and everything that he has that you're going shit. You know, you can see how he went on to be a massive star. You still can't understand how Michael Bean didn't go on to be a fucking huge star. But
2: that's by the way. That's the thing for me with this, though. That's what makes it so much stronger. And I think, yes, people do say, you know, it's the role he was born to play and stuff like that. I I think, yes, I agree with that to a to a to a certain to a certain amount. But it sell it sells him short, really, because. Like you say, in every single say, se- in every single scene here, Arnold Schwarzenegger is trying to be the Terminator, and he uh, is therefore being the Terminator. And he, you know, he absolutely invented something here. And I think as the, as the franchise goes on, obviously part part of it is because he he becomes the, the good guy and he, he gets to deliver sort of funny lines and stuff like that, which he doesn't in this movie. So part of it is that, but. You, you know, you forget just how committed he is here, and um, how strong every little bit of delivery is. Um, and I think what I think for me, what's probably happened, I feel, is that with Terminator Two and with Terminator Three and Four and Genesis, I think there's a certain amount of um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the big action star. Who already is the Terminator, just turning up and being like, "Well, well, fuck you guys, I'm the Terminator anyway. All I need to do is put on a pair of sunglasses and I'm the Terminator." Whereas in this film, he's fucking trying to have a career and be a, an action yeah. star, mm-hmm. and that the you know the need is there for him to absolutely nail it. And I, 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 honestly, I, I think it's performance-wise, it's it's by far his best go at being the Terminator because he just he's just being it.
1: I, I've got to say as well, I mean this is the only one as well where they would dare not have him actually be in the actual climax of the film I mm-hmm. love the fact that the last 10-15 minutes of this is Sarah Connor on her own mm-hmm. against the exoskeleton and, uh, and that of motion I still think looks alright, it helps yeah. that he has robotic movements Frank. obviously but that's good and just the, like the relentless the relentlessness. I mean, even when, um, the like the arms still going for her. You know, I mean, it's it it is absolutely terrifying. Um, but with that
2: on the on the performance, just going back to that as, as well. I think that's something that gets lost in the future films as well. That robotic performance is less there. His his movement is completely different in Terminator Two, completely different in Terminator Three. I, I mean, really different, he doesn't move like a robot he doesn't, all of his movements even even when he's sort of like um, I remember watching, it was Terminator 3 this time around, and I think some of his movement when he's loading a shotgun it's just very fluid and very human yeah. whereas when he's doing actions like that in this, it's very... Oh, it's, considered and, and and rigid and stuff like that, like the, it, and not overly so, just just enough. In Terminator
1: Two, where I think is it in the, the the bike the bike versus the lorry, where he's got the shotgun, he's reloading it, he's just spinning he's it around,
4: Twirling yeah. it, yeah.
1: And it, it just yeah, that's a really I never thought of that, Noel, but that's that's bang on. That feels like someone who's actually trying to be cool. Yeah, just like look at this fucking shit. Whereas, yeah, no, that's a great
2: point. Whereas, if you think about the if you think about the performance of I forget the guy's name, uh, the the (laughs) T1000 in (laughs) Terminator 2, Robert Patrick, he's doing what Arnold Schwarzenegger did in the first one, where he's he's moving very, I mean, it's it's not it's it's more sort of fluidly, but but still very robotic, and he's you know he's moving in a way that's very elegant and very sort of. Um, everything has meaning and stuff like that. Whereas he's,
1: he's, he's kind of upgraded, though, isn't he? I mean, obviously, yeah. but like the way that yeah. like the, the, the bit in T two where he's um, feel like his hands are like feeling around the, um, mm. the the that the room at that one point, he's looking in John Connor's room, yeah, um, and, he, he, and it, it's like he's feeling around, and the way his head kind of sways and stuff. Yeah, it's the a way bit he
2: yeah. The way he moves his head, and the way, the way he walks, particularly the way he runs. It's a very uh, it's very meaningful, it's very robotic and forceful, but it has a grace to it and that there's there's loads of thought that's gone into that. You know, it's I mean, obviously that's t two we're talking about there, but I think in, in terms of this first film, you you can't you know, you can't just brush over Schwarzenegger's Physical and verbal performance in, is in this is as well. Yeah, he's just doing it because he's a bit thick and he can't act. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's it is more than that.
3: And between him and, and Cameron, it, it essentially, they, they've built a character and they've gone right. You're the you're the bad guy. The the, the, the film is called The Terminator. You are the bad guy but you're also the fucking star of the movie and that's a really so a really brave tack to take because usually you know you, you don't go right here's your poster here's your iconic figure here's everything all oh, right brilliant oh my god this is gonna be fucking amazing oh by the way he's the bad guy
2: right. oh that's that's what you do in an exploitationy kind of you exactly know, that, just... that's what you do with that type
3: of thing you know the people often it's like it's very similar in the ser- terms of the, uh, the Evil Dead thing. Where people forget that the first Evil Dead film is a fucking horror film. It's not a comedy. Mm. It, this it, it's very easy to forget that you know James Cameron you had the Titanic and the Avatar thing. That he was coming off the back of working essentially, it, you know, for Corman, You know, working in the in in the fucking genre sphere, uh, and then came out with the Terminator, and it. it, it It kind of it gave him because it made so much money and it gave him the ability to then go to be given all right, let's give him a proper action film and Aliens was what it what it became to be, and then from there he's just built up and built up on that. But as well it's it's really nice to see um Cameron working in a world where he's what Cameron's always done throughout his entire career as a as a director, he's always used the absolute best um technology that's available. So, with the Terminator, it was, you know, he used these great animatronics and, you know, some special effects and everything like that, but they were all practical. And because of the way that that you're actually dealing with machines, they they looked within place, like you were saying uh, earlier, Ian, with the, um, when he's doing the uh, repairing himself there, the fact that that looks a little bit fake adds to the, you know, to to sort of the the fluidity of it. And it, it is quite... A shame really that Cameron's gone from sort of things like this, Aliens and the Abyss, and then Terminator 2, even like true lies, that he's gone he's then taken on and gone, oh yeah, well all this was great and like that. I used all that then, but now I'm gonna use all just these computers because they can give me this and this and this. It's like you go back and you look at this in comparison to Avatar, I'll guarantee you this is 31 years old, right? Avatar in whatever the year it'll be, when it's fucking 31 years old, um, 2040, right, will look more dated then, than this fucking looks now. That's interesting. Without, without question.
2: Well, and the, and part of the reason is, is because, I think is because the Terminator, feel, it, I don't want to say feels very much of its time, but it lives in a part of our culture, Yeah. It, that is always, you know, in the back of your head, you're always going to be, oh, uh, you know, Terminator is 1984, it's, it's, it's early 80s, it, it feels this way, it was part of the culture, it, it was being ripped off left, right, and centre. The Terminator is very much from that time. With Avatar, I couldn't fucking tell you what time Avatar, uh, what, what year Avatar came no. no? no, out. Off just, the top of my head, no way. <laughs> the other, <laughs> just, other no, thing I, I
3: think is, as well, this was back in the time where Cameron, uh, as a filmmaker, was using. Um, CG to help him tell a story he had, rather than having, using technology to help him tell a story he had, rather than going, I've got all of this technology, I can do all of these things, how can I write a story for it?
1: Mm. Well, that's the thing, I mean, like with Avatar 2, they're talking about the fact it's going to go underwater, and it's basically, you know, it's just because James Cameron's got a boner for underwater stuff, and and he just, he wants to do that, so he's going to write a story to fit that. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, I, it's a fair point. And I will say, I'm going to be a, a bit of the referee here, but um, it sounds like we're maybe wrapping up on The Terminator.
3: I would say, so, it's one of those where it is just... It's just a, just go back and fucking watch it, because it is... I, I don't see how anybody could not get some enjoyment out of this movie. It is just fucking brilliant.
2: Mm, mm. It's, for me, it's, it's the it's it's a special film just because yeah. I think this this viewing of it reminded me why. Um, the first time I ever saw this was on a, a... This was the first pirated VHS movie I ever saw around a friend of my dad's. Uh, we were all around there, and I was obviously pretty young at the time, so I remember it being quite a, a grimy first viewing anyway. And I think, you know, it's one of those films that you've seen quite a lot over the years, but sitting down to watch it this time knowing what I know about the sequels and, and, and what, what the Terminator universe is now, um, it, was a, it was a great viewing this time because I could actually see it for what it is and, 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 and have a, a sort of new appreciation of it because of that.
4: Yeah, I, I
3: remember the, the, the first time I watched it actually was um, we used to have a rule. My parents used to go out my parents were still together. My parents used to go out on a Saturday night and I would always stay in my bedroom because my sister would have friends around. But then the minute match the day started, I got the living room, so I could have the living room. And I remember, Match the Day finished, and I flicked over um, to uh, ITV, because usually there's a film after Match the Day, but it was, it was something that was shit. So I flicked over onto ITV, and the Terminator was starting, and I thought, oh, this got fortune in it. This will be cool. And it sort of just started, and I remember just sitting there and watching it and going, that was fucking amazing. Uh, and then sort of looking around and thinking, right, is it going to be on again? Can I record it for, like, months? Uh, Until my uncle eventually just said, oh, I've got it. I recorded it. So I borrowed it off him and would just watch it loads and loads and loads and loads.
1: I can't remember the first time I watched this. I know it was after T2. Because, I I, I mean, my my kind of um, age, I was more of a T2 kid in my youth just because it was the one... It was the cool one to watch in uh, in school. I remember. Yeah, uh, I, I remember one Monday, we like people were talking about how they watched Terminator Two, and I watched Parenthood, <laughs> and I was trying to talk to people about Parenthood, and no one wanted to talk about it; I just wanted oh. to talk about T
2: Two. <laughs> See, it's weird. I remember. I remember very clearly the first time I saw Terminator, and I remember very clearly that Terminator Two was the first. Film that I saw at the cinema um, that was sort of that I wasn't old enough to be in, Uh, which is weird because I believe it was a fifteen. It was, yeah. Came out in nineteen ninety one. Yeah. So I would have been fourteen, so I wasn't far off. Like I can't believe that I didn't see stuff in cinemas. Like I was I I was
1: sixteen when I watched my first eighteen in the cinema, and I'm I'm almost Uh. embarrassed to say what it is. Ah, oh, go on. Scary movie.
2: Oh, that's not oh. too bad. <laughs> that's um, too bad. <laughs> yeah, the first eight ENSR was The Exorcist, and that was I think I must have been sixteen. Well,
1: like, the in in the cinema.
2: In cinemas, yeah, yeah it was. It, it was. It was back then. It was still on. It, it was on every Friday night in the Canon Cinema in Salford Keys. Right. I think yeah. around the country, it was one of those movies that just used to play every week. Um, but I think because it was, it wasn't out on VHS and it wasn't out on, it, was, it wasn't being released on VHS, I don't think, so, mm. um,
1: yeah. Um, oh, that was a bit of a tangent, but enjoyed it. <laughs> no, 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 I enjoyed it, um, but, uh, definitely not shit, obviously.
3: Oh, definitely not shit. Uh,
1: and, uh, I'm making more work for myself, but let's have the trailer for Terminator 2 Judgment Day, and we'll get into that.
4: were taken at the West Highland Police Station, 1984. You were there. Same model. These were taken today. You have to let me see my son. He's in great danger. New mission. Once was programmed to destroy the future i don't know what it's like to try to kill one of these things now his mission get down is to protect it Ah! come with me if you want to live you're really real his loyalty is to a child who sent you you did. 35 years from now, and he's enemy. He's a Terminator like you, right? Not like me. It's the deadliest machine ever built. Can I be destroyed? Unknown. This time, there are two. Terminator 2. You just can't go around killing people. Why? If you thought you had seen it all.
0: Again, stay down.
4: Go now. We're going to stick together. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Terminator Two, Judgment Day. This time he's back good. Trust me. Um, 1991?
1: Yeah. So yeah. To Judgment Day, yay. Uh, directed by and co-written by James Cameron, also co-written by William Wisher. Uh, this one, uh, it's, it's the same people but the aforementioned Robert Patrick and introducing Edward Furlong. Um and yeah I watched accidentally the version the the longest version of this film which has the the old age makeup Sarah Connor ending. Um so I don't know what was in this version and what's in the special edition version so uh forgive me if I refer to stuff that you guys didn't watch. <laughs>
2: I don't know which version I
1: watched. I, I take it it didn't end with Sarah Connor with old age makeup. No,
2: it didn't. No, no I
3: didn't mind it either.
1: Yeah, okay, no, fair enough. Have you guys ever seen that ending?
3: I
2: think John... I have actually.
3: No, to be yeah. honest.
1: John Connor just... ends up in the Senate. How the fuck oh, does that happen after the events not, of not Terminator part, Two? Okay.
2: Yeah, I, I I don't I don't think I've seen that one. No, I thought I'd seen that, but no, that does not sound. <laughs> were you
3: drinking when you? No,
1: were you drinking no, no, and no, eating no, no, shitloads
2: of cheese when you? No, watched no this one? I
1: um I illegally downloaded it, and <gasps> um I don't know, like I didn't know which version I was downloading, and I stuck it on, and I watched this ending, and it was like what what the what the shit is this? Because you know it like it, it doesn't have like the Sarah Connor voiceover and the road at the end. It, it, like, cuts from the scene before, and then it's Sarah Connor playing with her granddaughter, talking about how Judgment Day never came. And uh, now John f- John fights his wars in the Senate. And it's like, holy oh, shit. Crazy. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I kind of wish they did that ending, because then maybe the other sequels, they would have been like, how the fuck are we going to do this? Like it's it's over it's done and, and you know and and yeah they did it. so Terminator two um it's long yeah it's yeah. it's really long
3: very very long
4: yeah
1: <laughs> um and that absolutely kills it um I mean it's it well no it doesn't absolutely kill it it's still really really good. But, I don't know, it's about 45-50 minutes before the three of them are actually all together. And before that, it's a lot of get to the fucking monkey. And, yeah. um, after that, Edward Furlong is not amazing.
3: Linda Hamilton's poor.
1: <laughs> I like Linda Hamilton.
3: Um, ah, she's, she's poor. Although in this, she goes, she, she goes, she goes, she goes a little bit too far. I think it, I,
1: it, I, it, it's I think telling
3: that Linda, Linda Hamilton people struggle to think of anything else she's been in than the first two Terminator films.
1: Dante's Peak.
3: Yeah, I said people, not not, not <laughs> you, <laughs> <laughs> no, <you're>
4: not not a person. i, like, say I is,
3: like it, is, is she's not. She's not exactly had a illustrious career outside of the Terminator franchise, has she?
2: I like her in the um, I like her in the Mental Institute. Um, she's she's okay in that. Um, she did star opposite um, Ron Perlman though in Beauty and the Beast. Let's not forget. Oh yeah, of course <laughs> she did. the TV series. Mm. Um, but you yeah, know, I like her in the Mental Institute. But after that, when she, she when she's just sort of like bitch but, on the road. Yeah, when she goes um, badass. I, uh, I like how full on she is.
1: Like because she's <laughs> just basically been a caged animal for like. Six, seven years. Well, no, probably no more than that. What year is this set in? It's
3: set in 1995, right. which would make uh, John Connor 10. Even though
1: it. at one point they say he's 13.
3: Yeah, they, they, they do reference that he's 13. If you, uh, Actually, it started Terminator 3 as well. When, it, when I was 13, they tried to kill me again. But yeah, he'd have been 10.
1: And it does say, um, early on, there's like a file that's pulled up and it says age 10. Yeah. And... There's, I mean, like, there's no way any human being on Earth could see Edward Furlong and say, yeah, he's ten.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, I think he was, like, 14, 15 at the time, and he looks like a 14, 15-year-old boy. It's a strange one, because it's made in 1991, and it's set in 1995, and they fuck up the age of one of its main characters.
1: Which, I mean, like, James Cameron is a proper stickler for detail. You know, mm. you, you, you would think he would get that right. It, it, it's kind of like if David Fincher cast fucking Melissa McCarthy as Lizbeth Salander in his Girl in the Dragon, with the Dragon Tattoo remake.
3: <laughs> yeah, it, it, is, it is very... But then again, I think that kind of sets a tone for what for what is to come of the next four movies. Uh, well, does that actually work within the time frame? The time frame seems to just be the general consensus with the Terminator sequels.
1: Yeah, which is which is bad considering how the time frame is. Su- well, time is such an important element of it. Are we, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I have a
3: funny relationship with Terminator Two, just because I enjoyed it on this watch, but it's taken me a good five or six watches to get to the point of where I can say, do you know what. It's got a lot of issues, but I actually really quite enjoyed it. If you'd have asked me five, six years ago, I'd have outright said, do you know what? I, I just
1: don't like it. But
3: I, I I enjoyed it probably the most I've ever enjoyed it watching it this time.
1: I, I, I have nostalgia bias. Sorry, no, go
2: on. I was just going to say, I think I have the opposite opinion. I actually didn't enjoy this viewing at all. I found, no. I found it a struggle to get through. I did it in three settings. I did it in four. Yeah, it, it, I found it a struggle to get through, and I think... It's a great film, it's a great sequel, and I'll say I'll why I think it's a great sequel in just a minute, but I think it's, unfortunately, it's one of those films that's been played so much on TV, and I've seen sections of so many times, that it's just, it's been killed for me a little bit. It's I can't appreciate it anymore, because it, first of all, it, it's, it's a very, it feels a bit too easy, and it feels a bit too relaxed, and not very, um... Not you know it's it's not got the gr- it's not got the intensity and the griminess of the first film. It feels like a, a something you'd watch at about tea time on ITV two, and that for me <laughs> has really as, no. It, it's really it's, it's given it a bit of a stink to me. Like and and, and it's, that's not a reflection of the actual film, which I know is still a great film. But it's just the way it's been s- saturated across TV over the years, and you know multiple. Like DVD and Blu-ray releases and stuff like that, it just it feels a bit. It just feels like a, a bit of a used tissue to me. It's I don't know. Um, so this viewing in particular for me, just I, I really felt like I was struggling to get through it. And I think it was just like, oh yeah, now it's that bit. Oh yeah, now it's that bit. Oh yeah, now it's that bit. And oh, it's, oh this bit's going to be next. And then mm-hmm. And it, it didn't feel like a, a, a full intact. Uh, linear experience. It was just like a series of bits that I was really familiar with, which is a shame.
3: You, you do find yourself waiting for that next bit, and then that yeah. next bit, and then that next bit. Yeah, yeah I, I i I did find the same thing. I say I, I uh, just because of crazy work schedules this week. Uh, I had to watch it over four separate fucking viewings, um, which kind of broke it up a little bit. But I can imagine watching it in in, in one sitting now could make you gotta go look at your watch and go. Yeah. yeah, fucking hell! Is it still going?
2: Been, well, that's just you know, that's just the experience of it. This time, I still you know, I still appreciate it for what it is, and I think it's it's. I can look at it and and think about how much I used to like it, and I can think about what it means to the franchise and how it's changed things and stuff. Um, obviously, Cameron on the first film is coming from a horror background. He's only done one film before. It's a it's a B movie horror there's going to be a bit of that aesthetic but with this film like with Aliens, he's taken something that's essentially a a flashy B movie uh, and turned it into a bigger, more um, action focused more um, he, he's discovered his ego yeah I, I it, put it, but he's he, yeah and he's it, but we know that this is his filmmaking style now he can take a film that had certain elements that worked and make it a little bit bigger and a little bit more refined and expand the universe a little bit stick a bit of polish on it throw some special effects on it and make a blockbuster out of it like that's what he did with Aliens that's what he's done with his own film Terminator here and I think you know it's it's taking the original Terminator film and properly What's the word? Ratching it, wrenching it, wrenching it up, ratcheting, ratcheting it up, you know, yeah, They're ratcheting it up. You know, ratcheting it up a, a good few notches. So for that reason, it's it's a great sequel. But it's just at this stage, I think I could go another ten or fifteen years without ever needing to watch it again.
1: I, I don't know. I mean, I'd like I say, I mean, I think I've got some nostalgia bias for for this one. This this was my Terminator film growing up. Um... I, I, but I, I don't know, I mean, the, the action is, it, I, I, I still think it's terrific. There's a number of really memorable action set pieces. I think maybe they could have been spaced out a bit more evenly through the, um, through the film. Um, I mean, you've got the, the sojourn in, in Mexico, which um, takes its time. Really
2: slows everything down.
3: It does. It, 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 I was, what I was quite surprised with that. Is it, it's very, it's very easy to forget that this film is pitched, and you remember it being them essentially running away from the T1000. But there's a good sort of section of like 40 minutes dumped in the middle of this film where the T1000 just isn't there. Mm -hmm. And he's he's just not around, and he only comes back around because they go back and draw attention to himself, and go, oh, by the way, we're back over here again now. Uh, You know, it it, it, is... It's it's that section that you're talking about there, It's that. And I often forget until I'm watching it, oh, fuck yeah, there is actually all of of that as well.
1: I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you've not only got the bit in Mexico, but then you've also got the bit at Dyson's house, Mm. um, which isn't nearly as long, but it's like you want... You kind of want just something in between those, just to to pep it up a bit. Because after that, as soon as you get them storming Cyberdyne, it's pretty much go, 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 until the last five minutes of the film. Yeah. Um, And that's a good, solid chunk of time. So it it just... I I can't remember. I've seen... I have seen the theatrical cut, but... I can't help but think maybe that Mexico bit's not as long as the, uh, in the theatrical cut.
3: No, it, it, it still is quite long. It I mean, still does go on way too long. The
1: special edition, what's added in that? I know the Michael the Michael Biehn dream sequence is yeah. is only in the special edition. Yeah. But what else is there?
3: I don't know, because I've only watched the special edition, sort of, I've watched it a few times recently, because Becky loves this film, so I get to watch it, you know, maybe once a year or something like that, and it's it's the special edition that we've watched, you know, pretty much for the past, sort of, four or five years, so I've actually completely forgotten the difference between that and the, the theatrical cut. Yeah,
1: I, 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 I It just... I'd be intrigued, because the version I watched was, like, two hours 36 minutes long. Um, wow.
3: That was what I watched as well, I think, and as you always... No, two hours thirty-three. I think. Yeah,
1: because really my my one had the the Sarah Connor old age makeup ending, which is longer yeah. than the, the voiceover at the end, so I could see that difference. Whereas the theatrical cut, I think, is about two hours sixteen. And I that's what
2: that's that's what I watched. Definitely the theatrical cut. It was two hours sixteen. So you didn't have the dream sequence, did you? With Michael in? No, he didn't turn up. No, he did, yeah, he is not in the one that I watched. But I have seen that's. I've definitely seen that sequence before, where he turns up and she's in the hospital bed. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so I have seen the special edition, um, but I don't remember. I just, I think, I, I just don't think I remember the line of her saying that John Connor's in the Senate. I think I just have forgotten that. Bit.
1: No, that's that's the that's the the third cut.
2: Oh, that's there's right. There's literally
1: okay. there's three different versions on the Blu-ray. Right. I looked this up after. But the third versions only available via, like, it's like an Easter egg.
2: Mm. Um, Well, I I had a DVD version of T2 probably about five or six years ago that had two different versions of Terminator on. One of them was the special edition and one of them was the theatrical. So uh, those are the two that I've seen, and this one was definitely the theatrical.
1: Yeah, I think the version I watched is essentially the special edition with Sarah Connor with old age makeup at the end.
3: Yeah, I think Um, it literally is just that, yeah.
1: Um, but
3: you've got the alternative end intact on the yeah. end.
1: Essentially, yes, yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, Robert Patrick is fantastic. He actually he's, yeah. he's properly imposing whenever he's on screen, which is something considering how spelt he is compared to Schwarzenegger. Um, but he, he's kind of like he's got the more kind of the the kind of element to him. I mean, you got that. You got the bit in the original Terminator where. Um, uh, the Terminator kills Sarah's mum and like does her voice, but you see Robert Patrick doing a lot more of that shit. And obviously he can morph into <laughs> other people, which helps.
3: He's a, he's also a, he he also officially he, he he's a he's a jerk. There's so many times <laughs> where he he just he kills people where he doesn't need to kill them. Uh, say
2: yes, yeah. a nice.
3: He, he, he just got away with it they've, they've, they've either made him or he's playing it as just being a bit of an arsehole of, of like what What are you going to do with me what are you going to do with me you can't kill me I'm a T-1000 But the bit where he steals the truck um, after the helicopter's crashed uh, the um, what's it truck I can't remember what it's called now an edge truck and he just it, he kills
1: the guy oh, he could have just pushed him out of the way <laughs> and I just thought that moment such a jerk. So the thing is, <laughs> earlier on, if he doesn't have to kill the people, he's kind of not killing them. Um, even though yeah. Xander Berkeley gets kind of fucked up just because he was talking about the dog, but um, <laughs> like he's, he, you know, I mean, like he says, "Guess." I have an issue with know,
2: that, me. by the way. Sorry, I have an issue with that. I have an issue with that scene.
1: Oh, let me. S- oh man, <laughs> I want to guess if it's what I, what my issue is with that scene.
2: Okay, well, you tell me whether this is this is the issue or not. Go right, on. first of all. We 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 know that the the T1000 is an evil, malevolent son of a bitch who ha- clearly hates humanity and is just prepared to kill everything in his path. Why is he chopping celery? <laughs> uh, why doesn't he go to John Connor's house, kill who, he needs to kill who he needs to kill, and just sit there and wait for the phone to ring? Why yeah. is he chopping celery?
4: <laughs> that is,
3: that is makes no
2: sense. So he stood there. He stood there putting up with that dickhead walking about in the background, chopping celery and making making dinner. Is, does is, does he have a program that so he knows how to do chicken casserole or something? Like, what is... I, I have an issue with that. <laughs> Was that what you were thinking? You? Well...
1: <laughs> sorry, you called me eating. My apologies. By the way, I haven't got, like, the biggest plate of pasta in the world. It's just I'm really taking my time eating it. So. <laughs> um, no, my... Would and like chopped celery with that? My, my issue, nice my issue's kind of similar. Kind of. Why... Apart from for the benefit of the audience, why does he look like Jeanette Goldstein there? Why, why isn't he just looking like his normal self but doing well, her this it? He, could
2: have, he could have gone there, killed the father, killed the mother, sat there and waited and for the phone to ring and then just done the voice over the phone. If that was his plan, to sit there and wait for the phone, because clearly that's what he's doing, he's, you know, that's his next move... Why didn't he just do that? Why, why did he need to chop celery and wait for that guy to say the thing about the dog before killing him? <laughs> yeah, no,
3: it, 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 it's all yeah. It, that kill was almost like this guy has been pissing me off <laughs> yeah, since yeah. the fucking minute I changed into his woman.
2: It's almost like <laughs> yeah. there's a little bit of the wife left there. That like that's what the wife, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what yeah, the wife yeah. wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's a it's a great it's a great scene it's a really effective scene, it's a really memorable scene, it's one that I always remember, it just kind of doesn't make sense a little bit. Mm -hmm. Mm Caught me fucking eating again, sorry.
1: Um, It kind of sounds like we might be done with Terminator 2.
3: It's one of the ones where there's, uh, you know, it's Terminator fucking 2, everyone's seen it.
1: Can I just say, I love the opening titles. Yes.
2: That is some fucking mood-setting shit right there. And we will come back to this because I think the opening titles on Terminator are fantastic. I think the opening titles on Terminator 2 are fantastic, and then you get to Terminator 3, and it just comes up on the screen, white tiny white letters, black background. Yeah, that's it. It's just like, oh yeah, this is the film you're watching. Like, (laughs) no, no drama whatsoever. No proper use of the music. Just a complete waste. Just like I remember. I flicked it on last night and I was just like oh great okay well let's see what they do with the credits this time because I've completely forgotten Terminator 3 um, and yeah just a complete wet fart of a credits sequence.
1: it kind of feels like if James Cameron could if the studio would have let him just shown the burning bodies of children he would have done yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> it just, it's, it, and also I mean, the, the, the dream sequences are really effective as well Noel in the cut that you saw did you have the dream sequence where everything blew up and then you just see basically the flesh burning off of Sarah Connor
2: um, you see done? the bit where she's kind of attached to the, the fence and then doesn't she just blow up see, Can't remember. she
1: kind of blows up but like it's kind of like the kind of flesh comes away, and it's kind of it gets a bit skeletal, and then she wakes up. But that might be a separate sequence because there's the one where she's banging on the fence, and then cut. Yeah. cuts. Yeah. But then there's That's, another yeah. one. Yeah, I thought this might not have been in the theatrical cut. There's it's not theatrical. Yeah. Yeah, where she's banging on the fence, and then the bomb actually goes off in the background, and then everything blows up. And then she's there, and then there's flesh melts away, and there's just a skeleton holding onto the fence, and then she wakes up.
2: And it... uh, yeah, I don't think it was that graphic, the one that I
1: saw. Yeah, no, no, it's just I think there's two. So, there you go, that's... It's just there's 20 minutes difference. Where the fuck is that 20 minutes? Um, oh, Anyway, it's um, definitely not shit.
3: Definitely not shit, yeah. It's definitely not shit.
1: And, uh, okay, here's where it gets interesting. I'm not going to bother playing the fucking trailer for this, but, um... Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, two, pardon me, 2003, 12 years after, directed by Jonathan Mostow. Um, you know, director of Breakdown. Um, and you, I like Breakdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Breakdown
3: Breakdown's great. Yeah, yeah, Breakdown's
1: really good. And um, U 571. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so this one, Nick Stahl is now John Connor. Um, and my fur th- you know, you know you're in trouble. Right away, where it's got that bit at the beginning where it's like the future, and they've just won against the machines, and he's just like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. It's just like he looks confused about. What yeah, he's doing he he's
4: so He audience.
3: looks. He looks like if they got Nick Style now to do that.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: um. I, yeah,
3: I mean, it kind of... What it, what, actually, what is it about people who played John Connor and ending up being fucking a little bit, you know, a little bit punchy wifey, druggy turkey? Yeah, let's see if that happens to Jason Clark. I, I, I can't see it on with Jason Clark, to be honest. <laughs>
1: um, but, yeah, Terminator 3, Claire Danes is in it as well. Um, <laughs> Christina Loken as the T-H. She oh. has two lines. Oh. Um, too many and yeah yeah. and um, Arnie's back I don't mind Terminator 3
3: it's an absolute piece of shit (laughs) (laughs) it's fucking terrible
2: I really enjoyed it
3: (laughs) The first fifteen minutes are quite simply some of the worst shite I have ever fucking seen yeah, the first 15 minutes <laughs> I was I were was bad yeah and I, I mentioned to you, you now that, that i I was looking forward to, to kind of rewatching this just for the show just for the sheer fun factor um because i couldn 't remember it that well, and thought, well, you know I, I do't remember disliking it, and I was watching it going this is just this is this is just horrible. <laughs> It's so Euro-trashy. It is so like a Luke fucking Beth-on
4: movie.
2: I don't know. I think the thing is is Terminator 3 and 4 were very... um, I was dreading Terminator 3. And and I was dreading Terminator 3 and looking forward to Terminator 4. And with Terminator 3, I stuck it on and was kind of... I think the first 20 minutes, I, I was just... I think the first twenty minutes, I was expecting it to be a bit of a, a bit of a fucking drag. Um, so after that, when it got entertaining and it got fun, and I, I kind of just thought, well, fuck it, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't. It just has to. It just has to have Terminator shit in it, and, and Terminator, and Terminator people in it. Like, well, yeah, and, the, 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 and the, the and Terminator it Arnie stuff is is, is great. Um, I don't, I don't Claire Danes and Nick Stahl. Uh, Nick Stahl are terrible. But especially Claire Danes is, is, is a horrible actress. Oh, in any she is anything awful. and everything that she is in is poor. Is Think about Nick Stahl. Is,
3: is you've got a character of John Connor who is already he's already a developed character. Mm. Yet he's such a fucking blank slate by the end of this mm. that you right you. you you genuinely don't believe at any point he could go on to become the leader of the resistance. And it's like, oh, end of Terminator 3. So it's actually just a fucking accident that he's the leader of the resistance. It's just because he happens to know this girl.
1: I will say... Oh, shit. Sorry. Just, my earphones just fell out. Hello? Um, nope. nope. Oh, yeah, cool. One um, of my big problems and immediately with Terminator 3 as well, is that he says he's off the grid, yeah? Yeah. He's so off the grid that he's in the city that he grew up in.
3: <laughs> yeah, you can, go, you can go further off the grid than that. It's, really, it's probably, probably really quite easy, you Drive
1: up the highway an hour, and you are further yeah. off the grid than he is here. I mean, that's that, the thing. That dare that,
2: that he nearly ran over was further off the grid.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, I just, like, the whole thing about him and Claire Danes, like, it being basically written that they would, like, fall for each other or something. Because, you know, it, they say that they would have got together if Arnie hadn't have shown up or something. And it's like, what? Why? What?
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: And And it's just, why not just have her be a woman that you run into and then yeah alright she's, she's your wife why does it have to be that yeah they knew each other when they were kids
2: see that's the other thing as well is you've got the difficulty of you've taken John Connor in this film and you have like Mark says stripped away a load of stuff the, the John Connor that we had at the end of Terminator 2 was established to the point where yes he was young but he'd learned a lot he'd seen a lot he'd been through a lot you could imagine him taking some lessons from that experience in a an experience and, and with his mum sort of teaching him you know taking that on to the next level but here it's like they just they've completely erased all that and you've got a very weak character now not only have you got to deal with the fact that john connor is now somebody who needs to be built into a, a leader within the narrative, within this narrative arc Uh, sorry, within this narrative, you've also got the same problem with Claire Danes, because Claire Danes is quite a sort of blank, weak character, and oh, by the way, she's his sergeant, or whatever, she's his lieutenant, she's his his right-hand woman. And it's like, you've got a lot of work to do with both of these characters, and you're using terrible actors to play them. So don't be surprised if, throughout the film, I'm not really convinced that these are the two people who are going to save the human race.
3: Yeah, they, they, they like you said. They they just they feel so wishy washy and very much complainers.
2: Like it feels it feels like a TV movie version of a of, of, a, term, of a Terminator movie, doesn't it? Really?
3: it yeah, it, it, it does. You know, right down to the. I mean, I I, I don't have an issue with them um, with them bringing in a female Terminator. I just wish that they would made it a little bit a little bit less sort of. The desexualized a little bit more, and also it's it's a really bizarre clothing choice they've given her.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. It just it's like, I think Eurotrash is that is the right word for her to, uh, in in this. To be fair, um, yeah, it's it, it that shit is very two thousand and three. It feels like it's very very of a moment, and that moment passed eleven years ago. Um, mm. it, but, I mean. I, the, the thing is, I like the last third of this film quite a lot. Um, I'll give it
3: credit. Yeah, it boosts yeah, that to, so. to, to to win round, uh, uh, yeah towards the end of it. You know, essentially that they they think they're going to one place, they're actually going somewhere yeah, else. That,
1: but also, like the like seeing the first model Terminators and how like
4: oh, sick yeah. they are.
1: You know, like yeah. the T one or whatever it is. Like literally, you just pull its head off. Um, and they're big and they're lumbering and they're slow I, I like that I also like the. Idea. they're a little
2: bit like the upgra- an upgraded version of the Killbots from Chopping Mall as well yeah. which is great
1: yeah <laughs> absolutely that's yeah <laughs> Chopping Mall
2: nice equally equally useless yeah man uh, just, just go up some stairs and you'll be fine <laughs> um,
1: but I, I inter-
3: they're a bit Ed 209 aren't they <laughs> uh, I
4: mean
1: I it's just, I mean, Jesus Christ, Ed 209. I, I, I'm about halfway through a rewatch of Chappie, and it's like Ed 209 is still there with the moose, you know, the, the huge <laughs> Atman robot. It's just like seriously, yeah. Robot Cop's still influencing shit like 30 years on. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but it, I like the idea of Skynet not actually being like hardware, but just being like eth- 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 ethereal software. It's yeah. it's out there, and you and basically you can't stop it. That's I think that's a really, really interesting idea, which they they kind of pick up on with uh, with Genesis. Um, and so that's the thing. The last version of this film, I think, is really solid. The Arnie with the coffin and the gun, I like that. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, that's the thing. There's there's quite a lot of this in this film that I like. I am not a fan of the
2: Elton John glasses. Or um, that's so misjudged. Yeah, it's a step too far. That
3: it? It, it, it it fucks it up. The whole talks, the hand bullshit, and everything like that. Yeah. It is. It's like, hang on a minute. You're now picking fun at the thing. You're now going to try and sell the movie off. Yeah,
4: it it, it it
3: feels a little bit. It's an incredibly arrogant move from a director who has no fucking. Not nowhere near enough in the bank to pull this off.
2: The problem is, though, is after Terminator 2, the most quoted lines and the most remembered moments were Hasta la vista, baby, no problemo. Mm. You know, the silly, like, let's get the Terminator to do something silly moments. And the unfortunate thing is, if you're going into a Terminator movie now, you expect a few cheeky. Like I say, this is the big difference between Terminator and, and, and where the franchise has gone. You, you expect a few things like that. So, yes, the Elton John glasses are massively misjudged, but you can see why they threw that little joke in there because the tone has shifted from Terminator to Terminator 2 that much that a director can make can easily make a wrong decision like that thinking it might be the right decision. But well, I, mean, like, I can kind of see how it happened. You know?
1: It's also, you know, because it's, it's going the way of making it more for a, a kind of a broader audience as well. I mean, this, this film was a 12A. Um, yeah, which I I still find kind of surprising. Just for one specific moment, um, the bit which I actually is is a pretty great moment. The bit where the TX is disguised as her boyfriend and she's in the back of the police car, and then she shoves her hand through that guy and then steers
2: the car. Yeah, like, who's working the pedals?
3: Well, there's also the bit where she's uh, she uh, where the, she's got all the cars chasing down the truck that they're in, and then manage to smash into it despite the fact that she can't see it.
1: Oh, that's a good point.
3: <laughs> she can't see it because cause a minute later she comes around the corner. And also,
1: how it, does that work anyway? Because none of those cars done. would have some sort of, would would not be networked. I mean, it's, may, it, maybe now with like Android um, Auto or whatever the fuck it's called, you can see that happening, but. It, it, it,
3: it it's flimsy as fuck.
1: <laughs> the most she'd be able to do would be to, like, maybe turn on the stereo and stick a CD yeah. on, or, like, stick the DAB digital radio on, or something like that. Um, that bit makes... I mean, that bit makes no sense at all, but, you know, it is Terminator 3, so never mind. Um, yeah. That, that's the it just It does feel like a film that you seem to remember being god-awful, and then you watch it, and it's like, that's fine. Apart from Mark, Mark obviously. I,
3: I, I think I went in expecting to enjoy it a little bit. I, I it, it really, really lost me in that opening fifteen minutes. And then I went, oh, now here comes Claire Danes to just fucking piss on its ashes. And she does the Claire Danes cry face in it, which is just, she's, Ugh. oh, she's so. Why? Just why? My so called life ran for sixteen episodes for a fucking reason and we've been left with Claire Fucking Danes and Jared Leto
2: ever fucking since.
1: Definitely not
2: shit. Shit. No, it's definitely not shit. Nice. Nice. I
1: like that, Noel. I like
2: that. <laughs> okay. I had a really I had a really good time with it. So That's all I wanted.
1: Uh, I, I I I don't know. I, I just I would happily watch it again. I, I you know I'm more than happy to yeah, sit there sorry. and watch it again. I just if if it wasn't for Nick if it wasn't Nick style,
4: <laughs>
1: it's just seriously that bit at the beginning. Just thinking about it makes yeah, me laugh. That,
3: that, like that, that's that's bad. the
1: least convincing like cry of victory ever. I, He's
3: the least convincing tough guy yeah, ever.
2: Yeah, yeah, it is. That's brutal. Anyway. Um, He's the least convincing leader of the free world ever. Yeah. Mm, mm. Well. Well.
1: <laughs> okay. Terminator Salvation, McG, 2009. A
2: little bit of politics. Uh,
1: well, no. I, I was just going to like bring it back around to Christian Bale. A man who was uh, the leader right, of yeah. the free world. Uh, 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 fucking Christian Bale, Sam Worthington, Anton Yelchin, Bryce Dallas Howard... Uh, other people uh moon blood um christian bale is a leader of the free world in this film so much as he's very imposing and shouty and you don't want to get punched by him if you're not if you if you're not lighting him correctly or well, something I,
3: I actually i actually quite like the fact for that for the first time Christian um, john Connor actually seems a little bit like a badass in this
1: yeah but he I don't think... He would not inspire me. I think I don't want to get the wrong way of this guy. Otherwise, he's going to punch the shit out of me. But I don't it, think I'm going to disobey direct orders from our command. No, but
3: the reason why they do that is because he essentially... They... They can't work out why he knows all of these yeah, things. But
1: the, but the film is trying to sell us on the fact that he inspires people.
3: I, I, I do you know what? I, I, I actually quite like Terminator Salvation.
1: I, I don't mind it. Um,
3: I think, I think, I think it's filled with issues. But I think a lot of the issues that people have about it, I, I, I find, I. Like, the main issues I, I don't really agree with, and also I think this film, people were desperate to shit on this film.
2: I think I'm sure I remember like when it came Marvel out. talk because I know what to this. Well, no, you don't actually. No, I mean, this, sorry, it's it's in this, your letterbox. Oh, you see? You. Oh, right okay. I was just going <laughs> to say because I think what's it's very interesting. This I think Ian sounds a bit sweeter on Terminator Salvation than he did when the first podcast did I ever did was equally. I didn't have time. I did right. mean to, but I didn't have time. But um, as I recall, the first podcast I ever did with Ian was a Terminator Salvation Review on Cinerama, and I quite liked it. I had a good time with it, really liked it, and Ian hated it. (laughs) This time, I fucking hated it. It was so, so boring, and visually, the least interesting film I've seen in a long time. It's just so washed out. Like, everything looks horrible in it.
3: It, it, It's not a very well it's just like a directed film
2: Mick M- McGee's not exactly famed for his visual styling no he's not but at the same time he tends to do something that sort of you know that pops out a little bit occasionally at least you know I mean it's it's just so it's this grey browny shitty washed out colour all the way through and it makes it really difficult to look forward to the next scene when the next scene happens and it's still a really sort of crappy washed out colour it's
1: it, 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 it's, it's so dull it's the film of its time it, you know 2009 the success of The Dark Knight yeah. everybody wanted gritty everybody wanted yeah. dark um, Yeah. and this is what you get it's digitally graded to within an inch of its fucking life
4: oh yeah, so yeah.
1: it's almost black and white in spots
2: yeah <laughs> um, it is and, yeah.
1: and I mean the look of it is horrible but
2: Really horrible. What,
1: why and just the un, almost unrelenting grimness of it is. Uh, I mean, there is there is a, there is a, an area between Elton John glasses and this film, and mm. I, I mean, we'll we'll talk about Genesis. Kind of think it's there, um, but they, with this, it, 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 it's grey. It's horrible, but there's an awful lot of Mukji giving us seemingly one-take action sequences, which, yes, is very Children of Men, but I think he's doing a lot of, hey, look what I can fucking do with this money I've got! Boom! Which I actually quite... His directorial style seems to be having more fun than the film does.
4: Mm.
3: Yeah, I I think that is... That is reflected in, if you ever sort of see an interview with somebody after they've worked with McGee, uh, a lot of people will go, yeah, I'm not going to do that again. Uh, you know, your Bale, I mean, yeah, Bale's quite you know quite a prickly character anyway. Um, but I know uh, Tom Hardy didn't have a great time making This Means War with him, uh, neither did Chris Pine. Uh, he does seem to, like you say, he, he seems to have been a lot more fun than his films are having. <laughs>
1: And well, fuck! I mean, like McGee's doing so badly now that his last film was Three Days to Kill.
3: Yeah, and and he, he was you know he was an executive producer on The Duff. Oh,
1: there you go. Um, I, there you go. I, yeah. So, I, but I, I don't know. I mean, I like the fact that this is actually finally showing us the future war, and you know it, it is giving us something new through necessity. Frankly, you know, if Arnie was able to be in this, maybe this film wouldn't be the film that it, that it is. Um, but you don't you don't really care about the world or the people even though I actually think Sam Worthington's better than I, rem- I remembered him being I I don't
3: think yeah, he's, I, he's I that bad I, I, I don't I don't get the the absolute fucking panning that he gets for it um, he's you know don't get me wrong he's not he's not fucking charismatic in the he's not army in the first one or
2: anything like that but he's perfectly fine <laughs> I think the problem with Sam Worthington, he isn't a bad actor, it's just we got we got hammered with him a little bit too much yeah. quickly and it was a little bit like Two thousand nine he was in a lot of big movies. Yeah, then. you just sort of had to hold your hands up and go, hang on, slow down a little bit. I didn't sign off on this much Sam Worthington. Yeah. And I don't understand why you're forcing him down my throat right now. So I'm I am now against Sam Worthington. <laughs> it's just, you know, that's it,
3: it was very caught. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll get on to Jai Courtney. But I mean, the thing is, I mean, Sam Worthington has got more to do in this film than Christian Bale does. He's better in this film than Christian Bale is. Christian Bale has one mode for this entire film, and it yeah, it's it's shouty, so angry, shouty, raspy. I'm going to tell you what to do, and and frankly, Bryce Dallas Howard deserves better. The thing is, this is a moment where he
3: even shouts at a scared child. Oh my god, that bitch! Pointer! You!
4: Move!
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's, uh, that's why I want to talk to everyone. Sorry, I d- do you know what? I really like oh, uh, that bit. Took me aback while watching it, and I f- completely forgot about it. Thank you so much, Mark. He lit like the way he just points at her, and club she already must have been shitting herself after that. <laughs> Jesus Christ!
3: It appears what that girl wasn't prepared for that and just froze and just went.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Do you know what? I don't reckon he was actually talking to her. I think his his take <laughs> was him shouting at that cinematographer. <laughs> yeah! Uh, no! Oh, fuck, That's brilliant, Christian. We're going to use that. You know, as...
3: <laughs> yeah, it's something. It's another fucking. It's the Wilhelm scream of, of of shouting at children.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I just. Oh my god! I tell you what. I just did that so fucking loud in myself. I got tinnitus. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell! Um, so yeah, no. I, mean, I, 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 I I I don't know. Anton Yelchin, Jai Courtney, and Michael Behan are all the same person. Um, Next. John Connor, yeah. I mean, uh, John Connor. Sorry, um, fucking Jason Clark, Christian Bale, Edward Furlong, Nick Stahl are all the same person. That's
2: <laughs> so ridiculous.
1: It's, the thing is, you, you could. I, I could maybe go. Yeah, Edward Furlong, Dallas Howard are the same person. Sorry,
3: and that's not even that. that that's not that far apart. Um... It, it, it's. I could maybe go Edward Furlong to Christian Bale at a stretch, but not
2: at a stretch. Bale's,
3: yeah, but, but Styles 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 quite visually. He's got a certain visual look to himself. He's quite a distinguishable character. Um, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a big jump, mm. but yeah, Yelchin to uh, to being again it just doesn't go As
2: I said, I but the thing is it just the problem with it is, is sorry if I'm speaking a bit quietly Charlie's wide awake when he should be asleep in the next room um, the, the problem with it is with this franchise is you know in certain other movies it's like um, the character of Rachel Dawes let's say in Batman Begins and, and um, the, the Dark Knight it's, it's almost like you know we acknowledge it, and we go, all right, well, it's almost like the filmmakers go, well, we're not going to have this person back for whatever reason, and we're going to move ahead with this person. And you know what? We think people will just get won over by the character, and it won't really matter too much, of blah, blah, blah. With this series, it's just like they go, we don't give a fuck what anybody <laughs> thinks. We don't care what you think. We don't, <laughs> we just, we're just going to put whoever we want in whatever roles we want. Yeah. You're just going to have to fucking swallow it. It's as simple as that. Is so,
3: that. You're not supposed to the fact that what Nick Style is, what, 5'7"? um um yeah. christian bale's what six one six two yeah
1: i i it, yeah but
2: sorry so no go ahead no i
1: mean, I, I just the, the the thing is there's enough in this film that gets that get get gets me through it um i i like the action i like sam Worthington's character arc um I mean, the Helena Bonham Carter stuff towards the end is kind of brutal. Um, I, I, that fucking line at the start as well, so that's what death tastes like. Yeah. i just like, oh, you know, you know from that opening sequence this is going to be fucking depressing as shit all the way through.
2: But <laughs> and- well, that's, that's for me, that's the overall thing with this film. It's the, the tone, the, the, the look of it, the tone of it, the way people speak, the story, Christian Bale's performance... It's all very muted, very serious, very grey, very drab, and it never lets up. It just, it never, there's no levity in the whole fucking thing. Not, I don't want Elton John glasses, you know, it would be inappropriate, but I just, I need a change of scenery. I need something, I need it to move to a different place every now and again, or something positive, or something. It's very just, oppressive. It is, yeah, and it just felt, maybe it was because I just watched Terminator 3. I'd kind of enjoyed that. It was. It, I went straight into Terminator Salvation, so I watched them both back to back on the same night. Maybe that had something to do with it, but it just—I f- I felt like I was being dragged through it by my teeth. It was horrible. No, I, well, fair
1: enough. I, 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 mean, I, I just—I I don't think it's great, um, you know, and
3: nice, it, it, it's not It's not great. There's also an amusing bit where um, Sam Worthington throws a chair through the screen as the screen's telling him, and you kind of get the feeling that he thinks that Skynet's now dead, and it's like, <laughs> it's, God, fuck, well, it, dead. Does anyone want to tell him, that's just a computer screen, and he's not killed Skynet. Why does
1: the Helena Bonham Carter, like, face flash a robot face before it does, like, he does that? Yeah.
4: yeah shouldn't
3: it just, shouldn't
1: it, she just be going, like, Sam, you it it realise this won't do...
3: Yeah, it, 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 it's almost as bad as if she'd put her arms up.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I watched has go. no! You know, yeah.
3: Yeah, and, 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 and Smash has gone, just shitting I'm everywhere.
1: I mean, I, I will say something as well. I like... I do like the fact that, yes, this was supposed to be setting up a trilogy. The, the second of three Terminator sequels that were trying to set up a new trilogy, and frankly, it doesn't look like any of them will actually work. Um... But,
2: the fact that this was potentially the first of a trilogy makes me tired even thinking yeah, about <laughs> it. But,
1: but, I mean, the thing is, I like the fact that Sam Worthington's character, his arc does actually have an end. They don't leave really anything open for his character at the end.
3: Oh, I, 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 I think he'd have ended up in the, sec- the sequel.
1: But, I mean, like, at least there is a sense of finality here. Like, it, yeah. it's not like um, Skeletor at the end of Masters of the Universe fucking poking his head up and saying, I'll be back. Um, yeah, it, it's, uh, I don't know why I use that as a frame of reference, but, um, uh, but it, it, it has, uh, it, it yes, Christian Bale says, you know, oh, the, the true war has only just begun or something like that. But at least this story, this story gets from A to B. Yeah,
4: yeah, you
3: know, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think you, are you building to something by your chance there? Uh,
1: to be fair, I think Denis's kind of does as well. Um, you know, I mean, I think mm-hmm. the the one film that kind of doesn't really do that, I suppose, in a way, is Rise of the Machines, which has one, frankly, one of the more celebrated endings of the franchise, and yet that's the kind of the one where it's like, right, shit's kicking off now, and then it does end. You know, so, um, I, I, I don't know, I just, I, I I think it's perfectly fine, and I've got to say as well, Bryce Dallas Howard, I actually don't think has ever looked hotter than she did here, and she's pregnant in this. Ah, um, uh, 50-50. I, I, I dig her the looker, I dig her the looker here. Yeah. No.
2: Yeah, yeah, um, I can't remember him 50-50, but yeah. She's uh, incredible in 50-50.
3: No, great impression. Her hair is incredible in 50-50. Everyone needs to remember the fact that Bryce Dallas Howard is just a mobility unit for Bryce Dallas Howard's hair. <laughs> nice.
2: Um, I'm going definitely not shit. I'm going definitely not shit, yeah. I actually quite enjoyed it. <laughs> I think you know where I'm going, don't you? I'm sorry, oh, definitely right. shit. Sure. I'll never watch this again
1: (laughs) yeah but I'll give it a a never go in five years then we'll come back together and do like Cinerama Reboot uh, Um,
2: Cinerama Genesis yeah I, 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 which,
1: which,
3: which, which? Thank you, Ian. I actually asked for a to give a terminator genocide. Really, that's funny. So I
1: did
3: because it's just embedded in my brain now.
1: But it's just it is what it is. <laughs> I will just say last thing on 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 salvation. I remember me and Noel talking about this on the show originally, but the original ending for this film would have been so much better. Sam Worthington fucking basically like taking the skin of John Connor. And being the lead, like the new John Connor, but a secret mm. robot. Like
3: yeah, that, that would be bad.
1: Like that would have been amazing. But anyway, never like, mind. Um, right, I suppose this is the main event. Um, Terminator Genisys is directed by Alan Taylor, uh, a man who um, likes making mediocre, uh, mediocre sequels. His speciality, it appears. Um, and it stars Arnold Schwarzenegger Amelia Clark Jai Courtney um, I was about to say John Connor but what's his name Jason Clark uh, Byung Hyun Lee um, who I saw described in one review today as wonderful in this film and I was thinking did they think he played a different character who was on screen for more than two <laughs> minutes but um, yeah. and yeah so um, full spoilers um, Terminator Genisys
4: who wants to start? Go ahead. It's, it's not
3: without its charms. is what I'll say. It's, it, it's fun at points. It's also fucking retarded at points. Um, Jai Courtney, um, might as well have had Benny Hill music playing around him for the first 10 minutes he's on screen. Uh, um, it, it uh, I, I so wanted it to be good, and at points it's it's quite a lot of it, it, it's it's fun, but it, it it's just I'm, I'm aching to say that it's all right, but it is just a bit pants.
2: No, I really liked it. I had a great time with it. It was yeah, yeah. it was just what I needed. Maybe it was again because of after. Terminator um, <laughs> Salvation, Salvation, the shitty one we just talked about. Um, yeah, maybe it's got something to do with after that and having an experience of it being very one note and being very dour. I needed something else, um, and for me, Terminator genesis just really worked quite well because it gave me a bit of the future, it gave me a bit of the past, it gave me a bit of a new story, a bit of the old story. Familiar characters, but a little bit of expansion. Showing me stuff that I'd seen before, but showing it me in a different way. Um, different locations, different feelings. It felt like it it, it. it felt like it had a little bit of the tone of the original Terminator movies in parts, and then it also felt like it had a little bit of the tone of Terminator Two in parts. Um, it, 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 it was a lot of different things, and it went to a lot of different places and it remembered to make things visually interesting. Um, it remembered to, uh, yeah, it remembered to make things visually interesting. The story was great. The only negative thing that I've got about it is I think Amelia Clark's a bit shit. Um, but apart from that, I mean, she's fucking really pretty and there is, there is a vague similarity. There's, there's something there that's a little bit Linda Hamilton-y somehow. Um, but she didn't really set my world alight um, but yeah, I I really really liked it, I kind of, I gave it three and a half stars and that was after I walked out of the cinema and ah, I don't know I, I, I don't, bumping it up to four seems wrong but I kind of, I feel like I got four stars worth of enjoyment out of it
3: Ah, fair play yeah, I, 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 will, I will. I will actually watch this again because Bex couldn't come with me to watch it, and she really wants to see it, so I'll be watching it again. But I had a terrible experience in the cinema with it as well, which might have added to my to my lack of enjoyment. at oh, us talk
1: about
3: that now. Uh, I can do it if you want me to. Uh, it was quite a packed screen actually. I went to, um, and um, for a start off, the they let. Three kids who uh, were about sort of 14 years old, come in about 10 minutes into the movie, which was 40 minutes after the ticketing start time. So it was due to start at 22 two, and they came in at 20 past two, which shouldn't be fucking be allowed, really. Um, they proceeded to, for the opening 10 minutes, just talk and uh, one of them answered their phones. Somebody had already asked them to... Uh, just be quiet and shut up and they weren't talking quietly it was like out loud at things that were happening on screen uh, then they started pouring popcorn over, the, over each other and pouring a drink over a kid who was sat in front of them uh. um, so, so but there was a, a girl sat next to me um, but like three or four seats down but next to me who said to them look can you shut up otherwise I'm going to go and get somebody to kick you out to which they told the two Fuck off! So I went straight out. So I was sat the seat right near where the the door was. Went out and said, "Look, can you just come get rid of these three kids because they're kicking about throwing popcorn around and just being general novets." There usher came straight in, went up to him and said, "Oh, could you be quiet, please, uh, uh, guys? Because you know other people trying to watch the movie." And then walked out. As he walked out, they told him to fuck off. Just openly told him to fuck off. So I went back out and said, are you fucking kidding me? Are you not actually going to just tell them to fucking leave? There's popcorn all over the place. They've poured a drink over some poor fucking kid who sat in front of them. They told you to fuck off and you're not going to come out. i have to do anything again. We'll, 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 we'll get rid of them. Like, they're doing it again now. I said, right, let's well, so just do it again. Then I'm going to fucking drag one of them out. So, all right. Ten minutes later, I just went and sat down next to them because they turned around because the girl who sat next to me had said she was going to get somebody to to kick him out. One of them just turned around and was just fucking staring at her for like 10 minutes. Asked it stopped two or three times. Didn't do anything. Uh, just kept telling her to fuck off. So I went, sat down next to him and said, look guys, just, why don't you just fuck off? Just go out. You don't want to watch the movie. Everyone else does. Just fucking leave. I got told to fuck off so I just grabbed him and just dragged him out of the fucking cinema and his two little fucking mates left with him. But that was kind of Pissed me off and put me in a bit of a bad mood, which may have reflected upon my enjoyment of the movie. Hmm. But fucking seriously, view if somebody's throwing popcorn around and pouring a drink on a poor fucking kid who was about twelve and there with his uh, one of his other mates, and you go in and say, "Oh, do you mind quieting him down?"
2: That's fucking. That's yeah. Freak, that's poor. That you'll net you'll you'll rarely get more than that nowadays. It is
3: it, it's disgusting. So to, yeah. To, I got a big amount of enjoyment about dragging some kid out and saying you can't do this. Like my and fucking, man, I am. So <laughs> to,
1: to be fair, Jesus Christ, if it was in my if it was in my time of view and and something like that happened, I myself would go down there and kick him out. You know, it, yeah, it's, it's I, I I don't know whether you know standards are slipping. It's I, my whole argument <laughs> of VOD can just carry on its onward march, what? and I'll never go to the cinema again. That's fine by me. Um,
3: what, I will, what I will say, in, in, a, in a minor defence of, of view, it, I got a view quite a lot, because a lot of stuff we, we, we talk about isn't covered at, at City Screen, I got a view quite a lot, and these are incredibly isolated incidents nowadays, um, but yeah, today's, and it wasn't, I mean, they were the ones who were causing trouble, but it seemed to be that everybody went for a piss at least twice during the fucking movie, it was... I don't think there was maybe, and it was a full screening, maybe three people who were actually there actively trying to watch the movie. Everyone else, it just seemed to be uh, gone to just be out of the sun, maybe. It was weird.
1: So, I mean, I I suppose I should say what I thought about it. Um, (laughs) Yeah. That's bad, though, man. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I, I thought it was fine, to be honest. I mean, I, I think super lowered expectations going in helped, and maybe on another watch I, I might not get quite as much out of it, but I thought it was solid enough, it, again like Salvation, it's not rehashing, it is actively trying to do stuff differently um, I like I, I like the idea of the Jason Clark Terminator, um, even though it seems like at the start he seems like he's going to be less straight down the line, just evil uh, Danny. Danny turns out to be like I, the the fact that it's kind of a man mixed with a machine to create something different. It kind of like it, it seems like there's going to be some sort of element of man in there, but then by the end, it's, okay. well, well, not by the end, like ten minutes after that, is oh no, no, he's he's an evil machine. Fair enough then. But uh,
2: well, that's I think they kind of the way they sort of draw a line under that, so that you know that because they say. I think it's Sarah Connor says he's no longer man's greatest hope. He's no no longer man's last hope. He's Skynet's last hope. Yeah, yeah. and it's just like yeah, he is now an he is now a pure out and out agent of Skynet. That's just you know that's 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 on that one path. I, I, um, also, I think in terms of visuals, I, I really liked the visual stuff with with the uh, the John Connor John Connor bot, if you like the particularly the stuff. Um, whether in front of the uh, in front of that the machine, MRIs
1: kind
4: of thing.
2: So the name, the MRS guy, yeah. And, M-M. so now, and he's he's stepping away from that, yeah. and it's it's almost like a sort of um, not what's the word, like almost like a freeze frame thing that's going on with the bits of him pulling back. I thought that was really really Political interesting. Time, right. Just never seen anything like that. Yeah, I mean it. Yeah, it, it was great.
3: Yeah, it, it, it does it does some some interesting stuff at, at, at points, and the idea is that you've got like a for the one of their uh, like a nano bot version of a terminator is is, is quite good however it mm. does at points seem like he can do stuff at one point and then he, they forget that he could do that at a different point like the, the, during the fight scene he's having with uh arnie at the end of it he's like flipping around and reversing shape and everything Round like it. that yeah yet, yeah yeah when he gets impaled on that thing like two minutes earlier he's got to pull himself off it it's like well hang on a minute Yeah. Why couldn't he have just fallen a bit breath. like he did with the <laughs> like two minutes later? Or is it he just went, oh, wait a minute, I could have just fucking done that? Shit. I need to get used to this shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I,
1: look, I mean, that's a fair point. I, it, I, I mean, I, Joy Courtney, um, I, I, there's, a, there's a hashtag going around. Why Courtney? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a hashtag going around on Twitter saying, not my Kyle Reese, which yep. is pretty great. And it's pretty bad.
3: I, th- I think that... I think that is from um, last week tonight.
1: Oh, is it?
3: Yeah, he, 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 he do, they do that a lot on last week tonight.
1: What, not my dot,
3: dot, dot? Uh, yeah, right, yeah. There was a whole one. when not my Christian was going round. That was last week tonight. Oh,
1: uh, sorry, yeah, okay, fair enough. But, I, 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 you know, I, 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 that's a very, very good point. I mean, you've got Jai Courtney, who just looks like, mu- like muscle head action hero number... Five, two, three.
3: He he! He literally looks like a GI Joe.
1: Yeah.
3: Mm. I, I, uh, I, I, it, it, it's scary how much he looks like a GI Joe, even with the fucking fuzzy felt hair. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's a good
1: point.
3: Uh, and lack of penis. I, 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 uh, I
1: don't know. I, I'd probably pay money for a sex tape between him and
3: Amelia Clark, but you know, more <laughs> for one than the other. I think. Um, yeah. You know, I'd pay, pay more for
1: a jerking it video. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it, I don't know, it just, it's, I think it's fine. I think, you know, Arnie appears to be having fun. Um, yeah. I, I actually kind of, as what, well, as, as much as I didn't like the pops, like, name calling specifically, I did like the little hints of the Terminator actually. Ke- the Doctor. Yeah, thing. I, I, I I, yeah. I, I thought that was nice. Um, I, I, it, I, it's just the fact that it is trying to do stuff differently. It doesn't feel as as mercenary as the genesis of this film was you know like that basically Cameron gets the rights back in 2019 no matter what so they've got they, it's just like try and make as much money as you can before then. It doesn't feel like a rehash. it does actually feel like they've tried to do something different. They easily could have done another future set one. You know like the further the continuing uh, adventures of the war against the machines but instead they try to mix things up and they you know they, they kind of merge t1 and t2 in the first act which is um, which is quite cool and then they they push it on to something new um, and I, I don't know I appreciate that I it it does feel like people are, give, are, are, are giving this short shrift without thinking about what this film could have been, and, yeah, you have to review the film that's on the screen. Um, but at the same time, I thought the film that was on the screen was perfectly all right.
3: Yeah, it, there, you, there was a little bit, I think, of, of people already wanting to, you know, wanting to hear this, or enjoying the fact that they, they might not like this. Uh, it, it, I know this... It, it's the whole thing of the the you know the fucking the internet fucking snipers were uh, out to get it, and and when you get that that that's what you get. People were already saying it was going to be shit before it had even fucking come <laughs> out. Um, the
2: thing is the early the early the early word about what they were doing with the script and what they were planning to do, and the thing about pops the robot and stuff like that, made it sound really bad. So yeah. like I mean you know all that stuff coming out, it's all but everything that's come out about this film beforehand has felt quite negative, even like the casting of Jai Courtney and stuff like that. And and then, you know, like I say, these little script details and stuff like that. And then a, a quite confusing trailer that reveals something about John Connor that's a bit like, what, what the fuck? So it, yes, people have been quick as always, to jump all over something and, and be negative about something. But I can't help but feel like it was just a really badly managed PR job on this film. Oh, yeah. so, which is probably why it's only making you know, uh, a small, small amount of the box oh, office.
1: The, the, the it, 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 they shots sh- where like the grinning yes. terminator
2: Oh, God,
1: yeah, uh, I forgot about yeah, those. And, and Matt Smith.
2: And the gun yelling yeah, yeah. photographs. Ah, they were hilarious. Yeah, I mean that, <laughs> yeah. that,
1: that, that stuff was so, and in a landscape that isn't in the film at all, you know, yeah, it, yeah. it, that stuff was, was brutal. And uh, that, Wasn't one of them Matt Smith as yeah. well? Yeah. He doesn't
2: even hold a gun in the film.
1: Yeah.
3: He's a very, very minor character in this film. It's
1: Matthew Smith now. Matthew Smith. It's (laughs)
2: Matthew Smith now. I know it's that, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just... I mean, Matt Smith, I mean, like, literally until the last 20 minutes, I was actually thinking, like, how the fuck did he get in the opening credits... Like it's just like he's in it for twenty seconds, and yeah, he's probably in it for maybe two minutes screen time, actual screen time.
4: A uh, push, yeah,
1: yeah, and, and it, it kind of feels like he might be coming back in the in the next one or something. It, it feels like with Tron Legacy where they had Killian Murphy in it for a scene. Um, it, it, it feels like maybe they're going to pull him back and he's going to come back in time and try and do something.
3: What, well, uh, Matt yeah. Smith? Yeah, there's, there's, there's definitely that. Well, Essentially, he is the living embodiment of, of Skynet now, so, isn't
2: he? That, that's a good thing, though, I think. I think giving Skynet a, a face, if you like, giving Skynet a body, yeah, is an interesting idea that they've not managed to do so it, far. The,
1: I, I will say that concept of Sky, uh, Skynet growing knowledge visually him just like growing up was a little bit what 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 what's this
2: Why? Mm, that's kind of unnecessary yeah, wasn't like, yeah. conceptually who does that
1: benefit exactly yeah, exactly yeah, exactly. yeah. It's, it's like okay so
2: it's not a fucking Tomagachi you know it's
1: just, and also in fairness if you're gonna grow up to look like someone do you really want to grow up to look like <laughs> matt smith yeah, you know, like grow up to look like like have fucking Brad Pitt, you know, just like I, I, I that that feels weird, but I do like the idea of him being an embodiment of Skynet. It kind of feels like he could play that human robot thing quite well. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I, I, I mean, I think Jason Clark does quite well with that with that stuff as well, actually.
3: Jason Clark plays plays a a bad guy quite well though. He does. He's a weird
2: looking fucker. He, he,
3: he is. He's, he's a weird looking fucker, and he's got a bit of a,
2: a, a, a an air of kind of a grin about of, him. All oh, right, I thought you were going to say. A um, touch of the. I thought you were going to use that CSVP phrase because I I, I was. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's got a really weird. Weird, weird shaped head he that. that sort of is bigger at the top than it is at the bottom, and he's got a really small, weird mouth. He's got a bit of character on it, he, yeah. yeah, he's he's a funny looking fucker. He is. Um, yeah.
1: No, but yeah, but I mean, I I I think he does perfectly well. He he yeah. convinces as much as the good John Connor at the start as he does as the bad John Connor yeah. and the rest of it. I agree. Um, well. yeah. But yeah. yeah, I mean, Amelia Clark is not great, which is surprising because in Game of Thrones like, she's...
2: Yeah, what's she like in that? Because I I don't watch it, so... She's good, but she's kind of a one-note character, really, isn't she? She only has so much...
1: Sarah Connor feels like she should be a similar note to how she is in Game of Thrones, and yet she plays it differently in this. Like, Game of Thrones, she's basically playing someone who's got a fair bit of darkness within her, but he's trying to do good. Um, mm. and that kind of feels like what Sarah Connor, that this Sarah Connor could be yeah. as well and and, and yeah. yeah she just, at times she's a little bit whiny uh, it-
2: Do you know what I think it is? I think the dialogue in Game of Thrones suits her better, I think it's just as simple as that, I think the dialogue she's got here, where she's, she's asked to uh, speak in a very casual way and, and sort of like make jokes about Pops and stuff like that; it, those things really misfire for me. Whereas it, her character in Game of Thrones has to be very, um, very regal and elegant, and, and very well poised, and speak in a very specific way, and you know, not let the not let the things that she's actually thinking be presented. You know, she has to hold that stuff in. Whereas with with the, the Sarah Connor character. She's someone who has to be very... She's a desperate character. She's a desperate character who's trying to achieve something. And aside from all that, there's funny things going on around her. And I just don't think the dialogue suited her as well. Uh,
1: yeah, I, that's spot on. I mean, like, she's very direct, straight to the point. Kind of a person of few words with Game of Thrones.
2: Yeah, she's a politician, yeah. isn't she, in Game of Thrones? She's, yeah, I know. She's, she's, she's putting on a face for everyone. And feeling certain feelings, and, and just showing that to you as the audience. It would,
1: it would have helped so. her in this if there was a scene of her getting fucked in the ass by Jason Momoa.
2: I think that would have helped all yeah. of us.
1: Yeah, um, that's the reason for you to watch Game of Thrones, by the way, Mark. Um,
3: what well, Jason Momoa naked?
1: Jason Momoa pounding <laughs> the shit out of Amelia Clark but a lot of her scenes in the first season, if I remember correctly.
2: Mm. Uh, and and in the future we'll come to know it as Aquaman banging Sarah yeah, Connor. <laughs> yeah,
1: pretty much. Um, yeah, so I I, that, I mean I don't know. It, it just I don't I, I don't think it's that bad. The action sequences aren't that memorable. Um, I you know I think that that that's fair to say. But I I I don't know. I like that they're, they're I like that they're doing something different. Um.
2: I really like the future um the future sort of action scene at the beginning where they sort of do the attack on the the base and find the time machine I'm a, big fan, of really the, I'm a
1: big fan of the terminator driving the truck. Why why yeah, does the terminator yeah. need to drive a truck?
2: <laughs> a computer controlled truck. Like, I, I just
1: yeah. thought the, I, I thought, those grinning terminators uh, I, I just, that, that that does make me laugh. I, just why, why does it terminate? you know, can't the Terminator...
2: Why does a Terminator need teeth?
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean,
2: wh- yeah. I've i been thinking that a lot recently, because if you think about it, and, and I've been thinking about this a lot while I've been watching these films, the infiltration units, I think they refer to them as, i.e. the Terminators that need to convince um, humans that they aren't Terminators... It doesn't need to be many of them. They're, 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 you know, they they need a handful of those because they take care of like masses of humans with their big planes blowing shit up. And if they ever need to sort of you know infiltrate um, Sarah Connor, they they only need a handful of those. And yet the armies of the Terminators are all built on this same design, and that same design has teeth. Why do they need teeth? <laughs> They don't need human attributes. They don't need teeth.
3: I think that it's, just, it, it, it's just cheaper, just to have the
2: same machine cutouts. Oh, OK. So it's, yeah, it's, yeah. All right. Build one with teeth, we have to build them all with teeth. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think that's ma- it. Just ma- the same cutout. out. it's
1: more like, a, like a, just like a fly guard or something, so that, like, shit doesn't <laughs> just, like, fall into their open mouths.
3: Maybe, maybe they, they built them without teeth, and sort of one of the the Skynet machines just went, ooh,
2: ooh no, that's weird, give them teeth. Well, they, bu- they built them without teeth, and then one of the ones without teeth saw the ones with teeth and was like,
4: why does that guy get teeth?
2: And then they all went on strike. and It, it was, was bullying, and it was, yeah, it was, alright, alright, are we going with no teeth, or we all get teeth? Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm not, I'm not going to be changing the machine in the factory every five minutes. So decide. Wait, is it teeth or oh, no
3: teeth? Oh, 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 oh We're going to see. All right, all right. But just to let you know, that uses more metal. Just saying that. You can have teeth, but you've got to lose three inches off your dicks. All right? We set with that? Okay.
1: What's the name of that fucking trade unionist who died recently? Because I'm just... The one who was a bob crow. I'm imagining a Robo Bob Crow. Robo Crow. Robo Crow.
2: Played by Russell Crowe. Robo
1: Crow played by Russell Crowe. And he's just like, he's really, really... Could it, could it not be
2: Crowbo Rob? I prefer Crowbo Rob. I'll oh, yeah, go with
3: Crowbo Rob. Crowbo Played by Russell Crowe and he sings all his life. I actually
1: prefer Crow Robo. Crow, Crow, Crow Robo. Crow <laughs> Crow, no, Crowbo Rob. But just imagining him... Just like round a table with some other grinning terminators, and he's just going like, "You have teeth, and we have to be an equal society. I turn it into a robot. I demand the ah. that they have teeth. we must
2: all have teeth. Part man, part machine." ultra yeah. Chromo.
4: Yeah.
3: That's how they got, that's how they managed to get in uh, to the point of where they could almost shut down the time machine was because they, the other, there was a load of the Terminator bots without teeth were on strike.
2: But going back to that point, that scene with the whole, that whole attack on there and the bit with the plane sort of spinning towards oh, them and smashing good, through yeah. that, thought that looked fantastic. Um, and the other, the other big scene for me is my favourite scene in the whole of the Terminator franchise is um, is nice night for a walk. So seeing that again now on the big screen in and, and yes, we didn't get the same actors. So sadly, you know, we don't get to see um, what's his face playing the lead punk. Um, Fox, shit, what's it? Uh, yeah. um, so that's sad. It kind of looked a little bit like they got um, Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day instead. <laughs> yeah, uh, which was a letdown, but. Um, yeah, just just having having that sequence again, and then Avinani, because I noticed today actually, there's a there's a trailer that's popped up um, that just shows that scene yeah. and shows exactly what happens and shows Arnold Schwarzenegger take down his hoodie and walk in and attack his like, if I'd have seen that before seeing this movie, I'd have been absolutely gutted. I'd have <laughs> been really, that's really gutted. That's the desperation,
1: <laughs> that is. Like, they're, they're yeah, trailers. making a TV spot. That's just like, look, what's in this film? It's
2: just that scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. But for me, that was, honest to God, straight up, that was a really big deal, seeing that scene and having that scene and then just having a completely different take on it from there where you've got, you know, uh, modern Terminator versus classic Terminator in a scene from Terminator that just you call it fucking pandering if you want call it nostalgia if you want I don't give a fuck I enjoyed it I got hard off it and that's why this is a four star movie for me so if you don't like it go blow it out of your ass
1: I- I'm fine with it <laughs> uh, Mark wants stuff blown up his, uh, out with his arse though doesn't he so
3: all the time uh, but...
1: well
3: that's just generally yeah fair enough yeah just, just that, that's, that's just that's just a regular Friday night yeah, like.
1: fair enough so,
3: um, well, I mean, I I'm going definitely not shit. I'm surprised. I'm I, I'm touching cloth. I'm, I'm not gonna I, I'm not gonna go that it's shit because I did get some enjoyment out of it, and I hope that when I watch it on a repeat viewing, I'll get a little bit more enjoyment out of it. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna say I'm a, I'm a touching cloth.
2: I'll be honest, Mark. I think you're gonna change. I'll be surprised if you don't change your mind on that. I think that it sounds like you had a really shitty screening. I did. I did. Huge. It always makes a huge difference.
3: And the thing is, I, I'm very willing to go and see it again. Uh, and I probably will be going to see it probably either middle of this week or the uh, start of next week. Uh, so it, it can't have been that bad otherwise. I'd just, I'd just been going, do you know what, we can wait.
2: Well, honest to God, I hope you do. Uh, I hope you do enjoy it. If you don't, then you don't. But I do hope you do because I really liked it. So, yeah, definitely not sure.
1: Nice and um, to, to wrap up, uh, Reverend Scott has asked us on Twitter to uh, rank the films. Um, Easy. Go on then.
2: Easy
3: for me. Yeah. Uh, one, two, four, five, three.
2: No. Me, it's one, two,
1: five, three, four. One, two. Go on, yeah. One, two, three, five, four.
3: Three, three over five.
1: Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I the the action in three I find more enjoyable. Um, the ending's better, even though I thought the ending in five was fine. And again, we'll just say as well. I like the fact that, yes, they say, like, well, we've got a lot of unanswered questions, blah, 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 but the actual story of this film does end. There are possibilities for sequels, and, you know, obviously the who actually sent back Arnie in the first place and why type of thing. Um, but I like it wasn't nearly as open-ended as I thought it was going to be. My, my, my constant case in point for this... Is Jumper, where the last two three minutes of that film is basically makes time on Jumper,
2: like Green Lantern as yeah, well. And, yeah, Small yeah, ball. Green
1: Lantern would fucking the the, the mid credits be with Mark Strong. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. brutal. Um, so that's the thing. This this film ends, and it, it, you know, it doesn't quite feel as beholden as as expected. But I I do prefer I do prefer free. But I'm comfortable giving this one above salvation for sure. Um, and that's it.
2: Shit. Well, can I just say, this was a fantastic exercise. This whole Terminator rewatch thing. I fucking really enjoyed it. So. I, I, I really enjoyed re- rewatching yeah. these.
3: I mean, the insane thing is, um, since Sunday night. Um, the only thing I have watched at all, uh, and that includes TV, film, and everything, is Terminator-related. Mm. I've not watched anything else. No, Christian, I didn't. I watched, uh, I watched um, last week, tonight, on Tuesday. So, uh, with the exception of 24 minutes of that, everything else I've watched this week uh, has been Terminator-related. I've not watched any TV
2: or a different film or anything. Well, the last thing I watched that wasn't Termin- Terminator related was a week ago today, and was uh, Unfinished Business. Nobody needs to watch.
4: Uh, Business.
2: Yeah, no. Take my word for it. It's it's just ba- it's barely even a film. It's. <laughs> oh. I've
1: I've watched two and a half films since watching Genesis, so I've I've actually since. Yeah. Uh, I watched Kingsman again last night. I watched I watched oh. side by side that digital versus film documentary. Ah, oh, that's a uh, great documentary yeah, I've seen, it, seen it before but it was on film four and I I taped it and it was just I was pissed last night. It was just like I fucking getting into this. And uh, you know, cuz after a few beers you want a documentary. <laughs> um, so, and, like I was getting really involved as well. Um and it's also, I tell you what, that documentary has made me rethink my whole Blu-ray selling thing after I <laughs> sold a bunch of Oh, Blu-ray. here we go again.
2: I know.
3: <laughs> it's, it's, it's a great document side by side. I've been itching to rewatch it for ages, but I know Bex wants to watch like, it. Seriously,
1: Noel, uh, I need oh. to post that whiplash deal, but before I change my mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, and uh, then I, I watched half of Chappie today, so I feel like I've already had a nice break from the Terminator films. To be honest with you, so um, right next week we're doing another special episode, aren't we, Mike? A uh, Mike, Mike, Mark?
4: Are we? Are we, Paul?
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. Are we? What are we doing?
1: We talked about it on WhatsApp.
3: Did we? we? fuck. Honestly, I've, I've worked 72 hours this week. I can barely fucking oh, think well, for it.
1: it's D-A-A-M-X-X-L. The Magnificent. Oh, of course we are. Yes.
3: I am so looking forward to this. I'm
1: so looking forward to it. He'd <laughs> forgotten we were doing it. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah,
3: I'm very much looking forward to, to revisiting uh, Magic Mike and the Magic Mike XXL. Yeah,
1: so, I mean, it's not going to be nearly as involved as this, I don't think, so uh, I'm sure we'll do some what we watched and whatnot as well, but, yeah, yeah. the AAM XXL next week. Um, Ted 2's out next week as well, but I'm not that bothered about seeing that in the cinema, so uh, I'd much rather catch no. up with Magic Mike XXL, to be honest.
3: Yeah, and, and possibly the the screaming hordes of girls may have stopped going by then.
1: Mm. Maybe screaming horde of Mark.
3: Yes, like like last time. And I saw, I saw Magic Mike twice oh, at the Jesus cinema. Christ. I did. Yeah.
1: I saw it by myself <laughs> in the cinema, which was.
3: Both, so did both, I.
1: Both <laughs> times I was on my own. It, it wasn't my most embarrassing cinema trip ever. That was Twilight. Literally,
2: yeah. I, I think it was the was it the second the, or was third while I were, saw the you very wrote the
1: post about yeah that was yeah the first it was the, the
2: fir, it was the first it was the first showing um, first thing in the morning the very first showing. And it was me and just a whole room full of 14-year-old girls.
1: It was was me and 362 other people. I actually looked, because I was working in the cinema then, I looked how many tickets were sold. Me and 362 other people, and I think there were maybe four other guys in there. I stood up and I had a look around. It was so fucking embarrassing but but I had my uniform on so I could kind of pretend that I was like just desi- like a designated screen watcher so uh, you know but yeah anyway
2: designated pervert yeah,
1: uh, absolutely <laughs> I just fucking jackets that hot vampire baseball um, so that's it thank you very much Noel
2: thank you very much for having me
1: pleasure as always it's been fun and uh, Mark anything else to say?
3: Uh no, thank you very much for listening guys. Uh as ever, um do monkey at gmail dot com. Yeah, yeah sure why not? On. Uh do the monkey on Twitter, um do on Twitter, film not on Twitter, at Ian Lauren on Twitter. Get in touch with us at any point and we'll you know, we'll we'll read out your questions and answer your questions uh on the next available show. Yes,
1: absolutely. And that is gonna be it and uh well I mean my future's fairly set. I've gotta give the kid a bath. I don't know about you lot.
2: I'm going to go and eat some food. I've got Chinese food arriving in about two minutes. Oh, sweet. <laughs> dun, 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 dun,
4: dun, dun, dun.
2: <laughs> Or maybe I've not. Who knows?
3: Oh, wait, did, one last thing. They notice it was weird, the fact that the, 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 um, the score had an executive producer on Terminator Genesis. I didn't see it that. Yeah, Hans Zimmer was the executive producer of the score. That's weird. Yeah, it's incredibly... He's still doing the scar. He you you to do the piano a bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the sound <of> fuck
2: yeah, you were just saying your wife's name towards the end there, uh, so that's. <laughs> you were a little
1: bit. <laughs> but, mm, just trying to think. Like, which one would I rather my wife bang? i Car- Um, not Carries, Jason Clark, <laughs> Christian Dale. Edward, not Edward Furlong, because that dick's got to be fucking diseased. Oh, you don't,
2: you don't want your wife, you don't want your wife back after after Christian Bale's been (laughs) through. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs)
1: imagine (laughs) that. Right. Well, I guess it's going to be old Monty Face, Jason Clark, then, isn't it? Edward Furlong,
2: Edward Furlong, she'd be addicted to something. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Christian Bale, she'd be severely damaged. Um, Jason, Clark, Jason Clark, she'd be mentally yeah. damaged. <laughs> um, I think uh, next Starr would be the safest bet.
1: I
3: reckon he'd cry
2: halfway yeah, through. Yeah, no, that's
1: true. Christian Bale would just be like, Yo! Move! No!
3: <laughs> <laughs> you do as you're told."
1: <laughs> that kid in Terminator Salvation isn't she played by? Isn't she credited as Jada Grace?
2: Yes, with no with no space yeah. in between it. Yeah, just all yeah. one word. Yeah, Jada Grace. Fucking hell.
1: but like, Was she was she actually like a little like mini rapper at the time or something?
4: <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably.
3: Let's see what
1: comes up when I put? Oh, can't my fucking a
2: mute rapper. I'm, I, I'm gonna have a look. Yeah, put
1: it into IMDb. Let's see what comes up.
2: <laughs> up. A, the, Maybe it was just a typo and her name's Jada yeah. Grace.
1: <laughs> or
2: Jada <Yeah>. Grace. <laughs>
1: Have a Terminator
3: salvation, or Jadak race. Terminator salvation. What's she called again? Star. Star.
1: Star. It would have
3: been way easier cat. just to type in Jadak race, by the way. Yeah, I know. I'm aware of that now. Uh, no, j- j- that's just that's just her name. Let's see. There's got to be some kind of also known as oh, Jada Grace Berry.
1: Why the fuck did she just put her first name in there then? Uh, Brazilian? What?
2: Maybe she just like a, uses the one name. Like a Beyonce thing. Mm. She was like, yeah.
1: what, like 10
2: uh,
3: <laughs> She's surprisingly got aspirations. Yeah, she's not been really in much since.
1: Why has she been in? Uh, the Jada
3: Grace TV.
2: Show. Honestly, the Jada Grace Show is
1: the only other thing right, she's been in. So she was some sort of personality before and then.
2: She'll have been some sort of children's TV thing, yeah. won't she? Or something? Multi-talented
3: 11-year-old Jada Grace uploads a whole music video of herself onto the internet, which quickly goes viral. Her amazing talent comes to the attention of Hollywood music producer Danny P, who brings Jada Grace and her BFF Ashley out to Hollywood uh, and promises to make her a star. And puts her in a film where she has no lines. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, yeah, the Jedi Grace show. I will all be catching up with that. Um, it's still going, actually. Really? I think. It, it, it's got, it's it, it's not finished yet. There's only 12 episodes, though. I can't see it's still going after three years, and there have only been 12 yeah, episodes. Yeah, no, what,
1: yeah, what, like, just, like, the longest rollout of all time. Yeah. It's like it's fucking like <laughs> yeah. the, 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 the mad last season of Mad Men being split across two years. The first season of the Jada Grace show is split across a decade.
3: <laughs> you never know. You never know. That's, that's why they never couldn't get her back for this one.
1: I think this is still the show, by the way. I think <laughs> it is, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> We're going to say bye again.
1: <laughs> bye.
4: Bye. 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 Da-dun-dun-dun-dun. Da-dun-dun-dun-dun. Da-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun.